0: Welcome back to post-game coverage of BYU football. On the new skid, BYU Sports Network. Our coverage continues with the Big O' Tires Cougar Locker Room Show. Stop by local Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. Let's head live to the Built Bar Broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And let's go right down to... The BYU Zoom Room and Kalani Sitake is at the podium. We should be hearing Kalani speak to reporters via Zoom momentarily. BYU 27, ASU 17 is our final. Let's go to the coach. He's taken a big, long swig. He's been doused as well. Let's go to the coach.
1: Please uh, talk about the victory.
2: Yeah, was, I mean, a lot of fun. Obviously, I, I think we could have done some things to help us out a little bit more and not make us so, Um <clears throat> such a, a heart attack there. Um, I think it uh, made, made a lot of people nervous and uh, we just got to find ways to not make some, so many mistakes, but I think you have to give a lot of credit to, to Arizona state. Um, you guys saw that they have tons of speed, athleticism on the, on the defense, special teams and offense. So um, posed a huge problem for us, which uh, is fortunate that we were able to make a few more plays and, get a, a couple more turnovers to help us out. But um, we, we know that we made some mistakes that we can play better. So we're really looking forward to getting better from this week. Um, but, I uh, again, we, we, we're going to get some really good teams. And um, uh, i was just really proud of the way our guys played and really proud of the, the outcome for this one.
1: Talk about uh, Tyler Algier's play after the interception because that's going to be one we see for a, a long time, I think. <sighs>
2: Yep, and and that's, I, I think that's that's exactly what we. I don't mind him being uh, a good example of what our, our team is all about. You just don't quit, especially when it looks uh, bad and looks down, and you know it takes someone just trying. And um, really proud. Of, I, I I think he would just him making the tackles is a huge huge key play for us. But him going in there and and. Poking the ball out, it, it, um, gave him the game ball because that's, that's what it, it's all about. I mean, that's those type of plays, they, they help you win games. And we have a bunch of guys that do things like that. I mean, the, the opening kickoff with, I think it was Thomas Gunther, um, you know, went in there aggressive, made that play. And um, so I, I, I really – I had to watch the film, but I really believe we went against some really good defenders in this game, and, and um, just really fortunate that we were able to make more plays and, and get get the win. That's, I'm, I'm really proud of our coaches. Uh, I'm really proud of uh, our players, and, man, the fans are amazing. They're so loud tonight, and um, <clears throat> everybody was yelling. I, I, I was telling the people here that I looked up in the stands and it just seemed like everybody was yelling and making noise, and I'm really, really thankful that they did that. It a huge advantage for us. Matt, and then Norma. Kalani, what can you tell us about Jaron Hall's injury? You know, I don't know enough about it right now. Um, we'll have to take a look at it. I I, I don't know exactly the details of it, so um, we'll, we'll see. We're hoping it'll be good. It'll be good. I, I'm happy that he walked off off the field, so.
1: Yeah, Kalani, you touched on what Algier um, meant, the, his whole play meant for the team, but what does it mean to be able to have a quarterback that was going down, what looked was going to be a sack, throws an interception, gets up, chases the defender as well, and puts himself in position to recover that fumble?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's just really thankful the type of guys that get the coach, you know, and, and uh, they, they love representing their families and what BYU is all about. So they're going to give it their all. And then, um, you know, sometimes it, it works out, sometimes it doesn't, but uh, we, we told, we, we always mentioned that, that with high energy and, and high effort, we can overcome a lot of mistakes. And we've kind of lived that way the last three weeks, but, uh, you know, we, we, we need to just minimize as many mistakes as we can and fundamentally play better football. football. And, and I, I keep saying that <clears throat> we keep, got to keep playing better football, but uh, we're going against really good athletes right now. I mean, this, we played three uh, Pac-12 teams in a row. I don't know how many teams have done that, have played P5s, three P5s in a row, but we have, and and we've been in the position where we've played these type of games and had had to dip into our, our depth, and, and um, we had to do that this week as well, and I'm sure we'll have to do it next week. <clears throat> but I'm just glad that the coaches and our strength staff and the rest of our our, our our staff really helped develop these young men and our young men work hard. So, um, just thankful for that.
1: Can you talk on the physicality that you guys faced this game and just how you guys were kind of tested on your depth?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think you guys saw Keenan went down and, 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 um, you know, we needed our backers to step up and, um, they're playing some physical football. They run the ball. Um, it looked like, uh, we had to just rally back and find a way to, <clears throat> to get out of drives and things like that, but i sort of proud of the way our other linebackers filled in for Keenan uh, Peely missing, and um, I'm trying to think of it. And, you know, obviously, when Jaron went out, having Baylor stepped in, so um, we trust Baylor, and I think a lot of people just thought we're just going to run the ball, and, and that's why I love what A-Rod chose to do, which is give it a shot and let Baylor help us win the game. Dana,
0: and then Mitch. Yeah, Kalani, I was just going to ask about uh, Baylor. W- what did you tell him? He's going in there, biggest moment of the game, and uh, and he comes through. It's just, just something that you expected he'd be
3: able to pull through?
2: You guys have seen him play enough now. You know the, the composure he has and and just how calm he is. He has a great demeanor about him, a lot of confidence in himself and his abilities, and um, I know A-Rod trusts him just like I do. The team, The team trusts him, so when you went in there we, we don't feel like we have regular backups especially in that position we, we feel like we have those three guys that can come in and help us win games I think I've said that to you guys before that we think they can help us win games but um, you know we needed him tonight and, <clears throat> and uh, we, f- we feel like we have a lot of great depth on this team and you just never want it to be tested as much as as, as much as possible we we like to keep everyone healthy but when you play this, this high caliber of football the, these type of tough teams in a row. And and so violent sport. Sometimes the injuries happen and I'm glad that we were able to have guys step in and, and fill.
0: And then you mentioned the crowd. I mean, they really made a difference forcing all of those false starts on that one drive. Uh, have you ever heard this place that loud?
2: I mean, last week was pretty loud too. So it's, just, it's, it's just nice. Just, just stay loud and, and uh, make everything difficult for, for the opposing teams. I, I, really happy uh, with, with all our, our fans and, and glad that uh, they can feel comfortable about our team being ranked and, and the type of teams that we were able to, to, to beat. You know, but we've got to move on and got to learn from this. And I, I still believe we can play better football. I, I really do. And I, I give credit to the teams that we've played, especially ASU tonight, for making things hard for us and difficult for us. But we've got to find a way to learn and get better and make sure we play our best uh, next week against South Florida.
1: Kalani, with ASU making things hard and difficult, uh, your coaching staff made quite a bit of in-game adjustments. Just How did you feel about your staff and their ability to adjust uh, in, in, in-game?
2: Yeah, I, I was really proud of the way that they, they uh, adjusted, and that was in every, a lot of different ways in special teams, uh, defense, and offense. And, and listening to the halftime adjustments uh, A-Rod and, and, and Eliza made, uh, I thought were really good, and they lean on their, their – their, um, you know, their, their assistants to help them out. And so got a lot of great um, um, experience in there and, and just really happy. And then they, I love how they collaborate with the players and get some feedback and, and decided uh, on on making some adjustments along the way. I, I think you remember the first touchdown was set up by a big play that we gave up and we're being aggressive and, and trying to blitz and, it just didn't work out, you know? So, uh, that doesn't mean that we stop being aggressive. It means that we play clean football and that we find other ways to keep in the, keep approaching. It was like, I, I, I like the way he kept blitzing and kept changing things up. And on offense, it was tough sledding, man. They, they were really stout on, on defense and stopped the run. But, um, you know, we just kept plugging away at it and, and the run started to open up a little bit more.
1: Thought Keenan Paley was was on crutches at the end of the game, and then uh, Jake oldroy didn't play. What can you say about their status uh, right now?
2: Yeah, um, Oldroy is the same. Similar. I mean, it's not his. Isn't for the season. Um, Jake, uh, you know, he he had some some tightness and things like that, and we we needed to move on and get um, Justin ready to kick for us tonight. Um, with uh, Keenan, we still have to evaluate it. it, it it, it looks like a, a, a leg injury. We have to just kind of get an MRI and, and make sure we get that finalized, but he wasn't able to come back. And so that kind of tells you a little bit more about his injury. He did walk off, but we want to take a look at it and make sure that we have all that. And if, if, if it's a season-ending injury, I'll tell you guys on Monday. Jared, last question.
1: Kalani Jaron, you talked about being aggressive and Jaron was aggressive right there at the end of the half, going for a one-on-one there in the corner, turned into an interception. Do you like the aggression, even though it didn't pay off in that circumstance, or I know taking care of the ball is a big deal. So how do you kind of evaluate that moment?
2: Actually? I just like being open to all of it. You know, <clears throat> when the play call came, I, th- I thought it was good, a good play. The corner just made a great play on it. Um, Gunner had the ball in his hands, corner came down with it. And uh, sometimes that happens. And obviously there's an easier way to just play more conservative, maybe kick the field goal. <laughs> but I, I, I just felt I have to trust the coaches and I have to trust what we do in practice. And um, yeah, it, it didn't work out, but there was a time when it was fourth down and we were deciding if we we're going to go for it. It's, just, it's kind of fourth and long, very similar to last week, you know, and, and um, we decided as a staff probably to punt it. And I think we pinned him on the five-yard line. And, I mean, I, every part of me just wanted to go for it, and especially because we had the success from last week. And and, um, and it was good to, for us to talk about it as a coaching staff and for me, rod Ed, and the rest of the offensive staff to talk about it and, and just, you know, trust our defense to get it done. And so we were able to get a great kick by Rico, who's been kicking great all, all night. And uh, he pinned him deep for us, and then we – right in front of the rock, you know, and you're able to make a lot of noise for us and then we were able to you know, make play. So I'm um, just really thankful that it all worked out, but I'm, I'm always open to, to hear and talk about different things. I really believe that uh, there's plenty of time in between plays to have some really good conversation and, and make a good final decision. Then you just live with it. You know, it's, uh, of course, I would love to have more points and after, after the first half, but um I just I just like our players and our coaches to feel comfortable giving advice and giving thoughts on what they want to do.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Coach.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. Stay
0: safe. Thanks, Hey, you know, and I get paid to do this. You know, and I kind of feel like after the last two Saturday nights, I'm kind of in that mode, right? Uh, wow, what a thrill it's been to be here in the broadcast booth at Lavelle Edwards Stadium to call the win over Utah. Uh, for you know hey let's let's not forget las vegas that was crazy and then uh tonight it's a it's a thriller against arizona state another ranked win and the head coach of the cougars is kalani sitake picks up career win number 41 tonight and he joins us on the headset from the cougar locker room area kalani congratulations to you and the boys man this was a this was a slug fest it was hard hitting it was painful at times literally and and on nerves and you guys found a way to get it done again yeah just really
3: proud of the boys and and uh Man, I'm proud of the fans. They they were a difference maker for us tonight, and um, just just really really happy that we were able
0: to get the win for them. You go uh, from one you know unique challenge to another week to week, and everything feels a little bit different. But uh, I, I thought you kind of stepped up in class a little bit. I thought I thought Arizona State was a really good looking football team. What do you think?
3: They are, and and um, uh, I mean we knew that they were athletic and they had tons of speed and and. Um, and good size uh you know herman Herm and his staff have done a great job recruiting uh you know those those same type of body types that that we try to look at and those guys were uh big, strong, fast, and physical and um it it took every bit of our attention and we had to find ways to make plays and it was a little struggle there at times, you know, but the boys stuck together and they believed in each other and and we were able to get the win i it just the, there's all these little plays that happen that that, that everybody um, – we can always look at, like, Tyler Algiers' play to Thomas Gunther to all these other um, little plays that help us win this game. And just glad that all our guys kept believing in each other and, and really happy that Baylor was able to get us the win at the end.
1: <laughs> Coach, uh, Arizona State, 16 penalties for 121 yards. Uh, you've been around football long enough that you've probably been on – on that end uh, of that t- kind of performance for a team but BYU three penalties for 25 yards all of which coming in the first half uh, so when the game got tight your boy the play seemed to be cleaner how do you coach your guys up and how do you avoid you know the catastrophe that was Arizona State at 16 penalties and over 100 penalty yards
3: well i mean <laughs> first of all I, I don't know how many you can you can contribute the penalties to the to fans but
1: Seven false starts. Yeah, so. that,
3: I think there's they, half of them. They created all of it. That that was the big big issue that they created that much havoc for us. And I asked for it last week, right? I I said that uh, a lot of fans have told me that all they cared about was the Utah game, hmm. and I said uh, I think Greg, I said on the show, I hope that's not true, you know, because like we need them the rest of the way. And they showed up tonight, and man, were they loud! And <clears throat> I think it shocked. The, Arizona State, obviously it did. They they couldn't hear. They couldn't get their, their snap count together, and um, that was a huge advantage for us. But on our end, uh, we just talked about playing smart football and um, and keeping our emotions in check and not, not playing with anger, playing with more like a, just having that composure and that poise. And I'm, I'm glad our guys – did that it still wasn't perfect we made mistakes out there that big play that, that led to their first touchdown was broken coverage and and uh, I thought the play call was perfect we just if we'd have done it right then I think we'd have been in a position to bat the ball down or get a pick but um, give them credit for making the play and, and I think that we're a really good team what we can't do is spot other teams plays and whether it's us turning the ball over or or Broken assignments on defense and missed blocks, things, things like that. I, I, we need to get that cleaned up, and 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 we will, we'll, we'll get better next week.
0: Toward toward the end of the Utah game, you needed a score, and it would have helped to get a long time killing drive to seal the deal, and you did that. Similar to Arizona, and then tonight you get the ball six thirty seven to go. You probably need one more score to seal the deal, and you want to kill some clock, and you guys go twelve plays. 77 yards, 518 off the clock to seal it. Here's the thing about the 12-play drive. 11 plays were runs. The last play was the pass. What a play call on third and goal from the three to get the touchdown.
3: Yeah, and and we talked about it on the headphones. I mentioned it in the press conference that um, A-Rod really wanted to do that play, and he and Fessy and offense guys really wanted to do it. You know, a couple of us other coaches had some reservations. we like, "Yeah," and then it came to the decisions. Like, I trust you guys. You, you do what you feels right, and and they did it. You know, um, and I, I I'm really proud of those coaches to step up and and if they feel comfortable making um, suggestions and and um, convincing me, you know, I uh, I'm open to all that stuff. And so we we work on this all together. I don't have all the answers. But I've seen them practice that play for the last three weeks now. And I thought, might as well give it a shot. You know, you, you practice this, this play, and, and um, you know, Jaron's probably got most of it, but I, I've seen Baylor do it too. And and uh, Baylor made a great throw, and Isaac made a great catch, and um, away we go. And we were able to get a two-score win, and I thought Ed made a great suggestion that um, we, we victory, kneel down the ball. Yeah. Instead of kick the PAT, and I thought that was brilliant by him. We took a timeout, and he suggested it, and I thought he was right because if we uh, get a kickoff and it gets blocked for some reason, they return it. Now it becomes a one-score game, yeah. and, and uh, uh, it's just it's just really helpful for me to have such great coaches and um, great players. But the coaches, the assistants, they they're the ones that do the bulk of the work, and. I'm glad that they they come up with all the answers and make me look good.
1: You'll have to ask him in staff meeting if he was watching Nebraska-Oklahoma because that happened and that game came down. Oklahoma held on to a touchdown lead that was made a touchdown because they returned a, because Nebraska turned back a block punt. Anyway, back to tonight. Uh, Lopo was on before you and he said, he said Coach Kalani loves special teams and we were talking about the tone setting first play of the game by Talmadge Gunther a wide receiver running down putting his hat on the ball but I want to talk to you about like how are we going to pull in Ryan Rico from just like I you can't back him up for, f- far enough for him not to kick a touchback. He set a BYU record for the longest punt in school history tonight. Uh what can you say about your special teams players?
3: Just they're they're special, man. And and uh Ed Lamb does an amazing job with special teams, but he'll be the first to tell you that he leans really heavily on his assistant coaches to get that done. Um, and those guys work really hard, our, our support staff, I mean, our GAs. Uh, Gavin Fowler does a great job with the specialists, and, and I don't think enough credit goes to those guys, but he and Kyle Griffiths have done an amazing job with with uh, the with, uh, um, special teams and getting them ready and getting them prepped. And I know looking at all our guys, Ed, Ed does a, a great job with the cover teams and um you know i'm thankful that fessy and 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 uh and um Clarkie does the the return teams and and it's a, it's a really good feel uh good collaborative effort from all of those coaches and ed obviously um runs runs the show but i'm glad that he's um humble enough to to rely on those other guys to get it done but yeah i love special teams our players will rest on defense and offense Special teams what matters the most for us, and we we don't practice it as much as we do O and D, so I'd rather have uh, guys rest on offense and defense than rest on special teams.
0: By the way, Ryan Rico, six kicks, 52.8 average, and a long of 83, which is the new BYU record uh, Riley referenced tonight. Wow. Uh, No field goal tries, but Justin Smith good on his PATs. Hope to get Jake back whenever he's feeling good enough. You know, it's not often, Kalani, that a non-scoring play Gets called one of the best plays they've ever seen, but you've been asked to talk about the Tyler Algier play, and Riley made the note during the broadcast. That's going to be an instructional tape for or cut up for years to come of what it takes to play winning football.
3: Yeah, and 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 just never giving up on a play, right? And and um, uh, it's a brilliant move that he ran down and made the tackle to begin with, but then to have the um, the IQ and the, the the awareness to pop the ball out as well. And then credit to Jaron for that's running. That's the thing down. too. He, yeah. he ends up recovering it. The yeah, guy that he, threw the pick. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't quit. You know, they. Just, and you look at the guys. They just played, and then we got the ball back. And there's a lot of tired people on their team and on our, our team. But um, man, I just I'm just, That's nothing I do. That's just what these guys do. That's that's how they're built, you know. And and that's uh, having a kid that that um, took a chance and to walk on to a school that he's not of the faith but he believes in 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 christ and he believes in being a he lives the life that he does and and, and could fit perfectly in here and came on his trip and, and on on his uh trip here and took a chance on himself and then we have a guy like him that walked on a guy like thomas gunther that walked on um man i, I get to coach these guys and and be around great coaches and great players so it's it's a lot of fun but to have guys make those type of plays that type of effort we always talk about we can overcome mistakes with with high energy and and high effort and that's a great example right there.
0: Hey did uh, did, did Herm tell you anything special or nice in the in the handshake after?
3: Just really impressed with our team and um you know I thought it was a hard fought battle both sides we just came up with a couple more plays than they did. Um I think maybe the turnovers were a big di- difference for us and um you know maybe that last drive they got a few more yards but um it was pretty pretty balanced the defenses on both sides made some big time plays but um he was good he was it was good and I, I mean i got to talk to him and Marvin and those guys have been in NFL uh, head coaches before yeah. so it was really cool for me being i just remember seeing them on Sundays coaching uh, their teams and and to have that opportunity to talk to him was really cool
0: all right, some closing thoughts from Kalani are coming up. We'll continue. This is our post-game coaches show, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto. Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. More with the coach next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. What? When you brush or floss your teeth... You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Let us pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. All right, 27-17. BYU over Arizona State is our final score. BYU 3 and 0 in consecutive seasons for the first time since 1951 and 52. BYU is the only FBS team with 3 and O with a 3 and 0 record with all three wins against P5 programs, and BYU's defeated ranked teams in back-to-back games for the first time since 2009. All these things are very positive. Kalani Sitaki is with us. Kalani, these are things that um, this program has accomplished that puts itself in some pretty, uh, uh, you know, rarefied air with a great football history of this program. So some fun things are being done, and you always give credit to the guys making the plays. But uh, there has to be a pretty good feel around the program that kind of builds upon itself week to week that we've got a good thing going. Fourteen and one now in the last fifteen games.
3: Yeah, that's right. And, and um, you know, creating that momentum and that that drive, the urgency to get better. Um, I, like I said before, we just have not played our best football yet, and and I give credit to the other teams that we're going against, but I'm talking about little mistakes that we're making, um, and that, that that are self-inflicted issues, and so let's clean that up and get it better, and and see how we perform next week, because um, we're, we're running out of opportunities, you know, <laughs> like to be three and zero and still not play your best and, and beat two ranked teams. Um, I think I give a lot of credit to being at home and and having that as a, as an advantage. But there's going to be some games that we're going to be on the road and and not going to be able to re- rely on that. You know, this this next game uh, we we lost to this team in 2019. So we need to yeah. need to. They have all of our focus. Our players are already talking about it, about getting getting to work on next week. And that's why I'm I'm lucky. I have the leadership on this team the way that it
1: is. Coach, tonight at halftime they honored the well and throughout game day they honored the 1996 14-1 cotton bowl team and i know that happened during your mission you were 94 and then your two mission years you came back in 97 but i think you know a few of those guys two questions one uh what was that reunion like did you get any chance to see your old teammates and then two what similarities do you see from that team in 96 25 years ago and this team here because i think they're both pretty good ball clubs well, I think
3: I think in in um, and I knew a lot of those guys because in '94 I played my my freshman year, went on my mission, then I got home the end of um, right before the bowl game in in '96, and so in December. And and um, you know, I I give myself credit because I'm the guy that helped get Sark committed, and then I went on my mission. Perfect, know, so, um, integral part. Yeah, that that set me on a path to be a coach there from the very go. beginning, and and so that's. Uh, but I I know all those guys and um, have a great relationship with them. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter when you play, um, when you played. If you played at BYU, you have a strong connection to everybody. Um, so whether you played in 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 the '90s like I did, or you played in in the '80s like uh, you know like Tom or the others, and and or you played in 2000 with Bronco or or Croton. I mean this there's a, a strong bond in this program and. In this brotherhood that you just feel, and that it's the people that make that that play football here. It's different than anywhere else, and and I want our guys to to embrace that. And and so when you meet someone that has played here, regardless of the time, you have this strong connection. Our players are really excited to see them. Um, I see a lot of talent on our team, just like a, that '96 team did. But um, there's been a lot of talent, talented teams here at BYU for many years to come, and they were they were under Lavelle and. Under Croton and also under under Bronco and just for me, I'm just happy to be here and, and make those guys proud because they they had a lot of fun and it was cool to see all those guys, man. They some of them look like they can still suit up and go to go go
0: to go to go to war with us. Hey Kalani, physically punishing game tonight. I felt like the um, the most that way. Uh, Jaron Hall, the fact that he was at the podium was a good thing. Um, and he said he felt good. He said wind knocked out of him, expect to practice and play. We don't know about others. We'll find out next week. But it just felt like this was the one that really took a lot out of really both teams.
3: Yeah, and I think it's a combination of the three games in a row. You know, and uh, I've mentioned this before, that, that we kind of, we knew this was coming. We had to get ready for this and, and rely on our depth. And so we're a little banged up, but that's okay. There, there's a difference between um, – injured and hurt and we can play when we're hurt um obviously we're gonna have to review some of the guys that could be possibly out for a number of uh you know for a longer time than, than we hope you know we hope that, it, that it's not that long but um that's just the nature of the beast of the game and just really thankful those those guys that make sacrifices and help our team win and um you know it's good to be 3-0 and we knew it would be we, our guys would get banged up a little bit but this isn't a time to, to, Take it easy. We've got to ramp it up and get ready for South Florida coming to our house next week.
0: Well, we knew. Well, the, the fans didn't need to, to storm the field to make their presence felt tonight. Uh, what a loud, energized, engaged crowd that had a legitimate, legitimate competitive impact in the game tonight.
3: Yeah, I don't know if they had enough energy to rush the field, to be honest with you, <laughs> because the fans were so crazy and loud, and they, they just caused so much of a ruckus. That um, and and you know having the Rock be eleven thousand strong, that was awesome. And to just have have the fans. I mean, I looked up in the stands at one moment, and everybody was yelling. Even even some of the older people that that you know that they're maybe they're ornery because it was, the games were going late. But man, everybody was going crazy and just yelling, and they all contributed to this win and um, made things so. so I mean, it, it's electrifying for the team. It's such a motivation for the players. You can see how they just feed off of it. And so, um, you know, that, that was so fun, and we missed that last year, and we, we're so honored to have that. We had it in the first three games, man. We had it in Vegas. We've had it the last two weeks here, and I'm looking forward to seeing it again next week.
0: Well, you know how entertaining it is and fun it is to talk to Lopa. Lopa's a fun guy, and <laughs> I know you love him as a as a player. We got to talk to him in postgame for a few minutes, and uh, – Said something really nice at the end of the interview. He said, "I want Cougar Nation to to pray for the guys that uh, that got banged up tonight." You know, and and that was a nice thing to to let fans think about maybe and, and throw them uh, in those thoughts they have uh, that everyone gets better as well as as they can be as soon as possible and get back to playing the game they love asap. And that was really, I thought, it was really a really touching thought from Lopo.
3: That was awesome, and and to have, like I said, our players are really connected to our fans, and, and our fans are so powerful in a football game imagine what their prayers and their their thoughts and 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 you know the energy if they if they just do some, something simple as that I, I think it could really help change the world and make life so much better
0: okay um i guess we'll let you have the final final word tonight as we say good night let you get some sleep and and uh, get ready to uh prime yourself for another week ahead
3: just you know. had so much fun I appreciate you guys and and i know there's a lot of fans that are driving home that made long trips and are trying to stay awake. I hope you guys feel, feel the energy and the love coming from our players. I'm, I'm going to just tell you that they love you so much. And uh, we pray for you. I know you pray for us, too. And it's just so much fun to go through this journey with you guys. So love you guys. Go Cougs.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. Kalani back at you. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, gentlemen. All right, Thank that, you. That is Kalani Sitake. And that is our Larry H. miller Auto Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by Larry H. miller Auto. Conveniently located in Provo, Linden and Orum, Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. Before we take a break and tell you what's coming up next, I want to give a shout out. I'm not sure if you'll get word on this or not, but uh, Dr. Mitch Pratt um, called in a couple of prescriptions to get me on the path to wellness. Those who have tuned in tonight know that maybe as the evening's gone along, my voice has gotten rougher and scratchier and weaker. I've... Uh, been under the weather this week, and, and it always tends to show up in my voice, and had a soccer game Thursday, uh, no voice yesterday, got it back for today, thanks to Dr. Pratt and uh, his expertise, and I'm grinding through, and I don't sound great right now, but I've, I've got enough to get through Cougar Nation now, and then we'll have a long rest tomorrow and get it back for Coordinator's Corner on Monday. So I'm grinding, I, know I don't want not sound quite tip-top, but uh, I'm doing the best I can, and hopefully you'll bear with me. And thanks again to Dr. Mitch Pratt for all of his help in uh, helping me get uh, back to the headset. So good stuff. Thank you, Mitch. And uh, thank you, Kalani. And we'll take a break. We'll come back with BYU Creamery Cougar Nation. Now brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. What we'll do is this. Um, The first segment of our show will be Herm Edwards. Then we'll take a break, and then we'll have some uh, Twitter comments that will promote some discussion here in the booth. We'll have some trivia for two half gallons of famous Creamery ice cream and then call it good for the night. BYU 27, Arizona State 17 is our final score. If you want to be a part of Cougar Nation now, you can just tweet at me, at Greg Grubel. I can see them there. Or you can, by the way, apologies. <laughs> Go to all the folks who emailed last week. I mentioned the email and then never really checked it during the show, and I had so many emails mm-hmm. that were sent in, and I feel bad about that. So uh, to make amends, I will make sure we get some email comments in if they come, and the email address. because like, The reason I like to use email is because you can say more. You know, yeah. tweets are kinda of limited, but on the email you can say a few more things and so if you want to use the email, it's Cougar at BYU.edu. That's CougarNationNow, Nation Now, one long word, two ends at the back. Cougar Nation Now at BYU.edu. Or you can tweet at Greg Rubel, or you can even use the Twitter hashtag BYUCNN. Hashtag BYUCNN for Cougar Nation Now. So Cougar Nation Now is next, but you will hear from Herm Edwards to begin the show right after this on the newskin. BYU Sports Network. When you brush or floss your teeth, do your gums bleed? Bleeding gums are a key indicator of gum disease.